Hello, I'm Debbie Evans. I'm the nursing correspondent from UK Column. And I'm absolutely delighted today to be to be joined by a, a pure inspiration. And I know that everybody watching will take lots of hope, encouragement, and hopefully follow on this amazing work that I'm delighted to say that Marta Gomera is doing in Portugal. And I'm delighted to be joined by her, even though she's a practicing dentist. Um, she's a single mum. She's absolutely incredible. And as we speak, she's in her practice. So thank you so much, Marta, for agreeing to, to join us. And please give us a little introduction into who you are and where you are. So hello. Thank you so much for uh, UK Column and Debbie for inviting me for, for, for this interview. So I'm, as you say, I'm a, a, a dentist, a medical dentist. Uh, I live in, uh, in Portugal, in a small city uh, called Fatima, uh, where the three kids are our lady. So <laughs> the best knowing this is, is, is this. So um, since 2020 and uh, when the whole story of COVID uh, starts and most uh, after 2021, I've started doing some activism from all the ways that I had started to interviews to scientists and doctors and people with uh, I thought was very credible and have something to say to try to show to my my peers, my patients that there is another side of all this story because there is no one side. There is no such thing like consent, consensus of medical consensus. There is always two, three sides of each story. And because I don't agree to, to anything that the government and WHO was doing, I start doing this, this interviews to show people that there is other opinions. There is another way to doing things. So I start doing interviews. I did, I did a lot from people with from very very countries. And last year in October, I organized a big conference of three days with most most of sixty speakers from people with people from Portugal, Brazil, UK, America, France. Germany and was I think it was a success and uh, all with the same idea and goal bring trustful information and credible information from serious people so the, 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 the general public know that there is another side of the story and I mean let's try and put this in context a bit because Portugal um, I believe the population of Portugal is 10 million and yes. it's believed to be the most vaccinated country um, in Europe, for sure. So I think you're looking at about 97% possibly of, of the population yes, vaccinated. Yes, yes. So you're really, you're quite alone um, in, 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 in being so active. And we very rarely hear from dentists in the UK. Um, and if there are any dentists out there that would like to speak to us, we would really like to speak to you. 
But interestingly, you know, you're unvaccinated, Marta, and I was very relieved to hear when we spoken earlier that you weren't pushed into um, or coerced by your association at all to yeah. have the vaccine, and you've been allowed to practice in Portugal. Um, can I just ask you, are you finding that um, a lot of people are looking for you now because of the stance that you're taking? They want to come to you because you're unvaccinated. Are you finding people traveling um, to come and see you? First of all, I'm I'm not unvaccinated. I have those conventional vaccines. <laughs> I don't have the, the COVID vaccines. Uh, uh, about that, I think uh, there is a, a lot of hysteria in Portugal. The people really believe in TV. They 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 really trust uh, what the journalists and the government say. And we have a high adherence to the vaccination. So it's very difficult for doctors who have a different perspective to say something publicly because if you say something there is our uh, disgrace i think so uh, i think the most of the doctors who are against this they choose to do a kind of uh, a small resistance silence resisting they tell they see what patient is more in the same same uh, same vibe uh, which patient they can speak a little more. So the resistance to the vaccine is, is made like this. I know a doctor who, besides they have, she had the three or four, four, four vaccines for COVID. She always said to all their patients, don't take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. Even she, in the end, took the four. So uh, this is a, a, li a little strange, a little uh, maniac. But uh, in Portugal, the things uh, apparently uh, took like this. So I had, yes, I have um, several patients who look to me to, because I'm unvaccinated, that already happened several times. People who came from the north of the country to, I live in, more in the middle, they took, they did about 200, 300 kilometers to, because they knew they are vaccinated, so they choose to more comfortable with me. So that happened, yes, yes. And I believe that I, 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 I knew a doctor who prescribed ivermectin. She, he, he had passion for all the countries and even uh, other countries who call him to, to, to have a prescription. Yes, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest. I'm really not. And, but I think what, what I really want our viewers and listeners to know, especially those in Portugal, is that you've done all of this pretty much alone and you've self-funded this. So you've got two young children. You're working as well very hard. How do you find time? I mean, this must take up an enormous amount of time. You started off your channel. And for people that um, want to look at your channel, and please go to your channel. It'll, it'll be in the write-up underneath this interview. So you interviewed like 60 people, didn't you, to find out more, to get as much evidence as you could. How did you find the time to do all of this, Marta? Uh, the invites actually do, it's very quick because I, I did once... Uh 
the preform uh, letter. So I I I look for in the Twitter mainly Twitter uh, people who and because I I belong to a, a group called Panda from South Africa and that uh, they have a lot of specialists. So I already had some contacts. So I just I sent emails and a, a lot of people answer me. The interviews, fortunately, one way or another, uh, we have the time difference. So I, I sometimes I had interviews at a, I put my kids to sleep and I have an interview in the next hour. So I, I, I did the things like that. One day I, had, I wait until the 1 a.m. in the morning to do an interview to someone in the uh, Pacific time on the other side of the uh, United States. I, I try to do things oh, in my lunch hour or this, this uh, we, we have to manage it. I think we have, when we have a lot of conviction, conviction in what are we doing, we find time. We find the, we, we move the mountains to get the, do something. And in the free times, as a dentist, I have, I can, arrange my own uh, patients I, I can schedule my my hour, uh, my my schedules it's phenomenal <laughs> because you didn't stop you didn't stop at that you know you you were you set up your channel you've done all of these amazing interviews which can be seen on your channel but then you decided yes. that you would crowdfund to a, a conference um, a, a massive international conference this one woman show almost <laughs> and you did it how did Tell us what you did and who you had and how many how many tickets you sold. I did it alone. I started alone. As I one thing I wake up uh, no my I will I was thinking about this uh, for a year, and I one day I wake up okay something someone have to do something, I will do something, and I start has. I always had my channels. I, I had some followers, and I thought, well, I will start to crowdfunding and see what I can get from this. Always with the same objective, objective, but same goal. I will do something smaller, bigger, but I will do something. I send invites. I have people from UK, the Professor Norman Thetton, uh, Dr. Claire Craig. Uh, more, more. I have the friends, um, Alexandra Rincourt, uh, Christian Peronet. Uh, from German, I have Rani Fulmich. From Britain, I had to test Dr. Tess Laurie from World Council of Health. I have from American. Uh, I have from, I Patrick Fagan, C. Bridges too. He's a, psych, a behavioral psychologist. From Britain too, I have from Britain too, but by Zoom. Dr. Pierce Robinson is from is talk about propaganda, he, a, a very interesting interesting person. Uh, I had several Portuguese doctors because I uh, people uh, start to come with, to me to help me. So fortunately, I I could get a lot of doctors more than I expect who came to talk about uh, our experience. Were experience, uh, their experience with ivermectin, 
we don't prescribe ivermectin. There is no, no pill of ivermectin in Portugal, but one or two doctors uh, could uh, prescribe in another way. And uh, they, they came to speak about their experience. I have from Brazil, uh, doctors, uh, she comes to talk about ivermectin too. I have Dr. David Bell, she's an ex-employer uh, uh, of WHO. He comes to talk about that. Uh, more, I have a, a more a 60, a, too much, very, very. I have uh, Gert van den Botchen. He works to build and Melinda foundations. She's a virologist from Belgium. I have from Israel, I have Dr. Jessica Rose from Israel. She is inside of all side effects. Uh, there are inserting virus. Virus is that the word? Virus. So she came and she's a specialist. She's in the that is their area. So she came and talked with us from Israel. Happened <laughs> uh, a lot of amazing things in that conference of three days, <laughs> um, and um, uh, and it's. I think I don't. I am not forgetting any, no one. But uh, ah, the director of, director of Planet Lockdown, director, she, she, actually he was in France. So uh, before he goes to America, he, he stopped here. <laughs> um, from Ireland, I have Ivor Cummins. Such a great guy. <laughs> very, very great guy. And uh, it was uh, small steps, send invites, hope for the best, hoping uh, always with the same goal. We have to do something, smaller or bigger, but we have to do something. Was in Fatima, it's not the obvious choice, but it's a choice which I can handle, I can, I can control, because if it was in Lisbon, it's too far from me. Uh, I don't have the same control that I have in Fatima. And in the three days, you, you kind of have more than 800 people uh, divided for the three days, it was a small room, but for the size of Portugal and considering that we have a lot of pressure with vaccines, we let a lot of pressure with the TV, we can, for two years, you can talk freely about this show, but I, I consider a picture to have a full house in three days, uh, listen her uh, these people and have to, the opportunity to uh, uh, mostly two doctors who were very, very, very shamed, very, very criticized in 2020. They have their time to speak freely without uh, any prejudice and without criticizing. They have the time to explain their, their, their arguments, their vision uh, in the friendly environment. You know, I'm trying to get my head around this because, um, you know, I'm a mum. <laughs> I was working full time. I had young children. I mean, and to organise an international conference of that magnitude from contributors from pretty much every country yeah. alone is 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 unbelievable. So huge yeah. congratulations to you for doing that. But the, you didn't stop there. You haven't stopped there. You've decided that you're going to go to Parliament. So you, you know, why reach for the moon when you can go for the stars instead? So in this country, in the UK, we can start a petition and we have to get 100,000 signatures for it to be discussed 
in our parliaments. In Portugal, as I as I'm as my hearing this right, you have to get seven thousand five hundred signatures on a petition, and then it goes to another stage. So the first petition you put in, I believe, Marta, was for against childhood vaccines, or at least having them boosted because you wanted there to be a discussion. So tell us about the first petition that you put into Parliament. So the first petition, it's not me, was my friend, Sonia Souza, who then asking me, please, Marta, come with me so you are more inside of this and explained all this so i said yes this petition was start started in 2021 in summer was very quick to get the signatures but it's a, it was against the, the covid vaccination of all children and young people uh, from uh, until 24 years i believe but unfortunately I believe it was that the reason our government fall and we have to go to elections. So between the, the submission of the petition and actually we will hear by a health commission is the stage before to go to the parliament. We go to a health commission to defend our point of view and then they write a report and send to all the political parties. So it was. Uh, it took ten months to go to that commissions, and um, last year, the um, June of 2022, and only last week go to discussion in the parliament. So it took eighteen months since the submission of the petition until be discussed in the parliament. I, I have to say it was very frustrating because after 18 months we, you, you get there and you, you, you only say this thing is safe and effective, this thing is safe and effective. We have to trust in the WHO and the, in the pharmaceuticals and the, the regulator and, uh, and entitlements. It was very frustrating. and. But I think that these things is step by step. Uh, for each things we we, we do, we wake up another person. For each thing we do, one person with side effects will listen to us and do the connections. So, unfortunately, our politicals are alienated from reality, are in denial. I think. But we keep trying, and this petition, uh, after 18 months, the go to the parliament was a small, another step to wake up more people. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us, um, Marta, so if 97% of people in Portugal have had two jabs, and you need 7,500 signatures, that's quite a lot in 10 million population with such a high rate of vaccination. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get that 7,500 signature to be able to move the petition forward? So uh, for the vaccines, it was very quick, actually. I think in, in less than a month, we have the, the whole signatures. It was, it was really very quick because there were, there were a lot of coercions in, in, in Portugal with the certificates, even in the speak freely about these subjects. It was very, it was very, very coercion. Uh, Portuguese people are, are compliant. They don't like to go against the, 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 the government and the, the, 
the, the, the establishments. But uh, when took to the children, there was a lot of uh, afraid of uh, doing this. So we, we, we the, the num this number of signatures it it's actually very 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 quick, uh, less than the month. It's very quick, really, because they start the petition in July and the October in the August they submitted. As you say, you know you're doing something, and even though they're small steps, they're steps forward and. For you, it's made you even more determined. So now, because of the World Health Organization pandemic treaty, um, and I have to say that, you know, we're going to be exploring, we are, the UK column are exploring this a lot more because everybody needs to be aware of its existence. <laughs> so many people aren't even aware of the existence. And I know now that you want to have a discussion about this in Parliament. So you've started another petition. So tell us about that petition that you've now got going. So last May, I started hearing about the pandemic treaty. There was an assembly and they wanted to pass some amendments. Back then, they don't talk about the amendments. They only talk about the pandemic treaty. So I thought, this can go out. So this is a kind of, we, we are saying that the Russians did everything well in the COVID pandemic. It can be. So I start um, a petition for a referendum about the, the, the enter of Portugal in this pandemic treaty, because in the end, I believe in democracy and I believe that we, we must do, if the people are informed, really informed they can do they can do right choices and they can uh, think uh, serious in the things but we have to explain them in their own language because i can talk here a lot and the other person don't don't even understand nothing that, I, that i'm saying so we have to put in the 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 same side the same side of the person who are listening we have the, the put in the same steps in, uh, in the same foot, it's that expressions of the other person to explain their ones what is happening. And if you explain and let them choose, people can do conscious choices. So that's the point of a referendum. They can approve this simply by approval. We have to, this, this deserves a public. Um, discussion with the, the ventures and disadvantages because in the end we are giving our sovereignty or to bureaucrats in in geneva with no no uh, no effects of their decisions and this kind of thing needs to be discussed this don't we don't let put this in the end of people who in the end of the day, in the end of one to three years, they go home and don't, they don't even have uh, any responsibility from what they do. So this, this are, these are our rights. These are our liberties. They, we can do, we have to have responsibility for our choices. We can let them, there's a responsibility something else. So I start these petitions to try to explain to people that Portugal at least have a public discussion about that. So this, this 
petitions took a lot of time to get the same signatures. The other, in less than a month, we have this one. I took about six, seven months to get all the signatures. And I, I did it, so I submitted. And uh, this time it was very quick. In one month, I will go to a health commissions, actually this, this week, next Thursday, to explain to the MPs one uh, for each political party in the parliament. I will explain this, some of them. What is the pandemic treaty? Was this, what are the attacks on uh, human rights, uh, the sovereignty of our country? And why is important to have a public discussion about that? I mean, this is quite ex extraordinary, honestly, Marta. I'd, I'm so full of admiration for you because what you're doing <laughs> in Portugal is essentially, your message really is for everybody to do this in their countries because the discussion has to be had, you know. Many people don't even know of the existence of the pandemic treaty and the consequences of all of this bureaucracy, these people that are taking control over our lives, who we never voted, giving our sovereignty away to Geneva. Um, so your pandemic treaty, the, the petition, you have to actually defend it, don't you? We don't have to do that in this country, but you have to go and meet a, a, a scientific council as well and defend what what your petition is all about. Um, how do you yes. go about doing that? How do, do you do you write something before you go? Do you take experts with you? Are you on your own? I, I will make a, a PowerPoint. <laughs> and I will try to explain like a, like a kindergarten students to try to explain WHO is like that. The pandemic treaty will accept that. And, uh, and I hope they understand that only ads will have uh, 10 minutes to defend it. And then I will listen to all the MPs and they have more 10 minutes to ask the, the to answer the questions. So I, I talk, I, I am spoken with uh, James Rogalski, who is an um, uh, activist from America, very, very, very inside of all these things. I'm in contact to, to Dr. David Bell, uh, ex-employer of WHO, who, is, who know the people, know who, who is inside of uh, uh, WHO. Uh, he, he worked with Bill, Bill Gates, he worked with Jeremy Farrell, the actual chief scientist of WHO. So to be prepared and can explain what this means and which kind of people are beside this and try that they at least be aware of what's happening in, the, in the Brussels and Geneva. So, Marta, we're going to put your petition up. So please, for everyone watching in Portugal, you know, those of you that might now be thinking this is a really good petition to sign, and it is, please go to the link that you'll see in the article below. Because if this petition gets, I think it's 40,000 signatures, there's mm -hmm. an immediate referendum which means that Portugal has to make, has to have a debate. And this could be an amazing model for the rest of us around the world. So if you are in Portugal, maybe you could be one of those 40,000 and sign this petition. But that being said, Marta, I know that you've got an appointment. Uh, your next patient's arrived. 
So as always, I'd really love to give you the last word. And I know that you're going to be giving the last word in your own language, in Portuguese, and then in English. And with that, uh, can I just say thank you so much and good luck. And we're here to support you and do all we can. And to everybody watching, please find inspiration in what Marta's done. And please do something However small, please do it because every little baby baby step counts. Thank you, Marta, and over to you. Então, eu queria, em primeiro em português, eu queria pedir às pessoas que ainda não assinaram que, que assinem a petição se acharem que é do vosso interesse e se concordarem com ela, porque se chegarmos a tivermos 40 mil assinaturas, tivemos que ter na um referendo de qualquer maneira e é importante uh, haver estas iniciativas para funcionar como bola de neve e contagiar outros países. Peço também que me ajudem no, a outra conferência que eu vou fazer, é a Conferência para a Saúde Mental e sobre Propaganda na Pandemia, que vai ocorrer em maio e se quiserem aparecer e ajudar também com, com dinheiro é, é mais um pequeno passo para espalhar a palavra. What about what in English now? What I'm saying to my uh, uh, Portuguese friends is that please sign the petition if they if you agree with it with the petition to get that magical number so we can get a referendum and kind of influence other countries to do the same. I'm asking you to uh, come and help maybe to my next conference in next May about mental health and propaganda, international conference about mental health and propaganda in the pandemics with, with very get, many guests, uh, especially from Portugal and Great Britain and the United States. And um, please, in their in the, your country do this kind of events because we have to stop to expect that other things other people do things by us we we are citizens we have a right of opinion and we have to fight by our own our our, our sons our daughters our family we we have the power to do small things and with small things we can get something bigger it's not too quick it's not from they on this, this thing takes time it's very frustrating sometimes but if each person do their own thing their own uh, their own uh, their own rule they speak they try to explain in the way that the other person can hear it and try to we can make together we can make the great things and uh, please do please help if you want it and uh, we, we, we will win this. I believe we will win, win this. 